Section 14 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, April 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Civil Government of Alaska. By the Honorable George C. Perkins, U.S.S. A bill making provision for the civil government of Alaska is now before Congress and may become a law, but pending its passage, the political organization of the territory is as follows. The executive head of the territorial government is the governor, appointed by the president. The code of laws of the territory is that which was in force in the state of Oregon on May 17, 1884, so far as the same may be applicable and not in conflict with the provisions of the act providing a civil government for Alaska or with the laws of the United States. There is a difficulty, however, in the machinery to enforce these laws, as there is only one judge who holds court at Sitka and Wrangell in the narrow strip along the coast known as the Panhandle. He is, however, authorized and directed to hold such special sessions as may be necessary at such times and places as he may deem expedient. There are nine commissioners for the territory who, under the Act of May 17, 1884, exercise all the duties and powers, civil and criminal, now conferred on justices of the peace under the general laws of the state of Oregon. Commissioners are stationed in Unalaska, Kadiak, Circle City, Daea, St. Michael, Unga, Sitka, Juno, and Wrangell. These commissioners have also probate and habeas corpus jurisdiction, and are notaries, public, and recorders of deeds. There are a marshal and ten deputy marshals, the latter residing at the places mentioned above and Douglas City. They have the powers of constables under the laws of the state of Oregon. There is one district attorney for the district court and one assistant. The salaries of these officials are as follows. Governor, $3,000 district attorney two thousand five hundred dollars marshal two thousand five hundred dollars district judge three thousand dollars clerk two thousand five hundred dollars commissioners one thousand dollars with the usual fees of u s commissioners and justice of the peace for oregon and such fees for recording instruments as are allowed by the laws of the same state deputy marshals seven hundred and fifty dollars with the usual fees of constables in Oregon. Under the Interior Department, there are 21 Indian police. Under the Treasury Department, there are four special agents stationed at the Pribilof, or Seal Islands in Bering Sea, whose duty is to protect the seals from poachers and to see that the specified number of skins to be taken each year is not exceeded. They are stationed at the Pribilof Islands, there is also an inspector for the protection of the salmon fisheries of Alaska, with one assistant, whose headquarters are at Sitka, but whose duties take them to the various streams along the coast which the salmon frequent, and on which there are canneries. The customs service includes a collector of customs and two deputies at Sitka, and deputies at Juneau, Mary Island, Katiak, Carluck, Cook Inlet, Unga, Unalaska, St. Michael, Circle City, and Daea. Under the Interior Department, there is a general agent of education in Alaska, 
with an assistant general agent and a superintendent for each of the two educational districts there are twenty-three teachers and an enrollment of one thousand two hundred and sixty-seven pupils in twenty-day schools these schools with about twenty mission schools and homes conducted by the various missionary organizations of the united states the most efficient of which is the industrial school at sitka with a few schools of the russo-greek church supported by the russian government constitute the educational facilities of alaska in sitka juneau and douglas separate schools are maintained for white and native children during eighteen ninety six a schoolhouse was erected near the treadwell gold mine on douglas island and in eighteen ninety seven a new schoolhouse was built at huna chichagoff island in september eighteen ninety six a school was opened at circle city the government maintains five herds of reindeer in the territory namely one at cape prince of wales numbering two hundred and fifty three one at cape nome numbering two hundred and eighteen one at the swedish mission at gullivan bay and one at the st james episcopal station near by numbering together two hundred and six and the central government herd at the teller station numbering four hundred and twenty three making a total of one thousand one hundred there is a prohibition against bringing liquor into the territory but it is evaded by smugglers from canada and the united states and at every settlement the numerous saloons seen are evidences of the extent of the smuggling operations annette island in southeastern alaska has been set aside as a reservation for the metlakatla indians who immigrated from british columbia and to whom the island was assigned by the act of march third eighteen ninety one the secretary of the interior recommends that citizenship be extended to them the great necessity to commerce in consequence of the rush of gold seekers to alaska of more exact information regarding channels etc along the coast has led the coast and geodetic survey to send out two parties for the purpose of surveying the channels of entrance to the yukon river and the navigability of the copper river the head of cook's inlet will also be examined the geological survey has also sent men into the alaska field for the purpose of examining and reporting upon the mineral resources of the territory a military reservation has been established by the government at st michael in bering sea embracing a territory within a hundred miles radius from the port of st michael it takes in a portion of the alaskan mainland including the delta of the yukon the policy of the government is to lease for a nominal sum sufficient area and water frontage for commercial manufacturing and shipbuilding purposes the government has also a military station near circle city and another on the copper river special legislation relating to alaska has up to the present time had reference simply to the narrow strip along the southern coast known as stated above as the panhandle and to the Pribilof and aleutian islands its provisions are not sufficiently flexible to permit of its extension to the interior by executive action there is however one exception wherein the secretary of the treasury is authorized to extend the customs laws throughout the territory the laws of the united states relating to mining claims and the rights incident thereto were put in force in alaska by the act of eighteen eighty four and the act of march third eighteen ninety one the laws relating to lands and titles are as follows the mineral land laws of the united states 
town site laws which provide for the incorporation of town sites and acquirement of titles thereto from the united states government to the town site trustees the law providing for trade and manufactures giving each qualified person one hundred and sixty acres of land in a square and of a compact form applications for town sites and for trade and manufacturing purposes are to be made to the marshal and clerk at sitka the coal land regulations are distinct from the mineral regulations or laws and the jurisdiction of neither coal laws nor public land laws extend to alaska the territory being expressly excluded by the laws themselves from their operations the act approved may seventeenth eighteen eighty four providing for civil government in alaska has this language as to mines and mining privileges the laws of the united states relating to mining claims and rights incidental thereto shall on and after the passage of this act be in full force and effect in said district of alaska subject to such regulations as may be made by the secretary of the interior and approved by the president and parties who have located mines or mining privileges there under the united states laws applicable to the public domain or have occupied or improved or exercised acts of ownership over such claims shall not be disturbed therein but shall be allowed to perfect title by payments provided for there is still more general authority the act of july fourth eighteen sixty six says all valuable mineral deposits in lands belonging to the united states both surveyed land and unsurveyed are hereby declared to be free and open to exploration and purchase and lands in which they are found to occupation and purchase by citizens of the united states and by those who have declared an intention to become such under the rules prescribed by law and according to local customs or rules of miners in the several mining districts so far as the same are applicable and not inconsistent with the laws of the united states the patenting of mineral lands in alaska is not a new thing for that work has been going on all the time in eighteen ninety seven a surveyor general was specifically provided for by the act of june twenty fourth and an additional land office authorized but the latter could not be opened as no appropriation was made for salaries by the bill now before congress and which will undoubtedly become a law the homestead land laws are extended over alaska subject to such regulations as may be made by the secretary of the interior the bill provides that no indemnity deficiency or lieu lands pertaining to any land grant outside of alaska shall be located within the territory that no entry shall be allowed extending more than forty rods along the shore of any navigable water and along such shore a space of at least forty rods shall be reserved from entry between such claims that nothing within the act shall be so construed as to authorize entries to be made or title acquired to the shore of any navigable waters within the territory that no homestead shall exceed forty acres unless it be located on meadowland or land chiefly valuable for grazing or agricultural purposes of which one hundred and sixty acres may be entered as a homestead under the general land laws of the united states that any citizen association or corporation may purchase for purposes of trade manufacture or other productive industry not exceeding forty acres at two dollars and fifty cents per acre such tract not to include mineral or coal lands 
that a right-of-way one hundred feet wide may be granted to duly organized railroad companies which are also given the right to take from unoccupied public lands adjacent such material as may be necessary in construction and to purchase not to exceed forty acres of land for terminal facilities and twenty acres for stations at a dollar twenty-five per acre but the act cannot be construed to give such companies the ownership or use of minerals or coal within the right-of-way or terminal and station grounds that all charges for transportation shall be fixed subject to the approval of the secretary of the interior that rights-of-way one hundred feet broad may be granted for wagon roads wire rope aerial or other tramways on similar terms all affidavits proofs and other papers in relation to lands which may have been or may hereafter be taken and sworn to anywhere in the united states shall be accepted the secretary of the interior may cause to be appraised and sold the timber on the public lands in such quantities as he may prescribe to be used in the territory but not for export purposes the president is authorized to divide the territory into two or more land districts and to appoint a register and receiver for each district a bill making further provision for the civil government of the territory has been presented to congress and is now under consideration it may be amended before final adoption it makes the following provisions the temporary seat of government will be at sitka but there will be no legislative assembly and no delegate to congress the governor will be appointed and will have such powers as pertain to the governor of a territory a district court is established with civil and criminal jurisdiction and three district judges are provided one presiding each of the three divisions into which the district is divided one will preside in sitka one at st michael and one at circle city at least two terms of court shall be held yearly at sitka and one in each of the other divisions special terms may be held if necessary the jurisdiction of each division shall extend over the entire district but the court may change the place of trial from one division to another in certain cases the respective judges shall appoint and at pleasure remove commissioners for the district who shall have the powers and jurisdiction of commissioners of the united states circuit courts they shall also have the power and exercise the duties of justices of the peace shall have jurisdiction in all testamentary and probate matters shall have power to grant writs of habeas corpus shall have the power of notaries public and shall have when acting as justices of the peace jurisdiction in suits not affecting titles where the value involved is not over one thousand dollars three clerks shall be appointed one for each of the three divisions of the court there shall also be three district attorneys there shall be a marshal who shall appoint a chief deputy marshal for each division the governor with a salary of four thousand dollars attorneys four thousand dollars judges six thousand dollars clerks two thousand five hundred dollars and a marshal four thousand dollars shall be appointed by the president and shall hold office for four years the commissioners shall receive double the usual fees of united states commissioners and of justices of the peace in oregon the chief deputy and deputy marshals double the usual fees of constables and deputy marshals in oregon the judges of the district shall divide it into three recording divisions and each court may establish in its division one or more recording districts which a commissioner shall act as recorder 
while the clerk of the court shall be ex officio recorder in any part of the district not so established notices of location of mining claims shall be filed for record within ninety days from the date of discovery and shall be recorded in the recording district wherein the claim is situated the president is empowered to establish or discontinue land districts and to appoint a register and receiver for each district so established the united states mining law shall continue applicable to the territory natives of the dominion of canada shall be accorded the same mining rights and privileges as are given to americans in british columbia and the northwest territory nothing in the act shall be construed to put in force the general land laws of the united states the general laws of the state of oregon enforced january first eighteen ninety four are declared to be the law in the territory End of section fourteen.